being in our offense brought it. Um, but as David Lee said to us, John, unfortunately for Ole Miss, they brought a dart to a gunfight. <laughs> Welcome to My Gotta Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I review Georgia's 52-17 win over Ole Miss. We talk about our experiences on Saturday and what stood out to us during the game. As always, remember to check out the newly redesigned MyGottaPodcast.com to see our latest merch. And you can follow us on social media at MyGottaPodcast. Finally, we'd love for you to check out our presenting sponsor, Oxiatime, at Oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E. Now, let's join the conversation in progress. Well, John, just as we predicted. (laughs) Uh, Just as we predicted, man. You know what? You know what I realized after we recorded, and it's probably a good thing. A good thing, I I guess, that we didn't we didn't talk about this. I think we got so caught up talking to Hunter and having fun, uh, we just got we forgot to discuss if we were going to the game and. As of last Monday, when we recorded that with Hunter, neither of us were. However, <laughs> <laughs> things began to unfold throughout the week. Uh, so I was, you know, never really planning to go. It's been it had been a while because Kim was taking Ella on a college visit. Lily had a play all weekend, but uh, my my parents ended up uh, they they weren't going, so they they came up and stayed with Lily. Um, I got to see her play on Thursday. They came up Friday, saw it Saturday, and uh, I headed down to Athens and uh, got you to tag along with me. <laughs> yeah, we we were we were able to throw that one together, weren't we? Yeah, so it all it well, came together. And I gotta say, I got a podcast ever since the podcast has started undefeated when we were both in attendance together. <laughs> uh, we were undefeated. That is true. <laughs> oh man, man, it was fun though. Like uh, I'm, I was. I guess I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like, you know, Friday rolled around and I was like super, I was super busy all week. All week was just like crazy. Yeah. Um, I had so many meetings, uh, super busy. And then like Friday came around and I knew that I couldn't do anything because like I wanted, I, I, I was actually off on Friday. So like I had all this time and went out like I basically was spent most of my day trying to shop for like rain clothes because <laughs> I was yes. I was anticipating I was anticipating the weather did not want to get like I did not want to be in a weather weather situation like we were last time. <laughs> right. Right. We did not need, we did not need a uh, Kentucky game repeat. Yeah. Plus we had uh we had dinner with friends and Carter had baseball practice and so then Saturday rolled around I was like let's go. <laughs> Dude, we were thorough, we were thoroughly prepared. We both had like rain pants, rain jacket packs. Um, but man, what an epic tailgate. It was a little shortened than like, it. you know, we didn't do the full all day. You and I didn't like we did for Kentucky, you know, cause I didn't come down until Saturday, but met up, hit the tailgate, uh, it, it, it found Brett building like right away. Um, yeah, that was amazing <laughs> in the parking deck, uh, with his father-in-law and his daughter. Uh, that was awesome, man. Um, but yeah, dude walked over, hit the tailgates. Uh, it was a good time. I have to say, I, I I feel like I made a, a a mistake that turned into an epic win. Uh, getting there an hour before you did because oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I was planning on eating on the way up. I was like, I'll just stop on the way up. I had to get out. I had to get out of the house. Uh, but 
I didn't end up stopping and ended up finding a taco place right on the street from your parents' house and get some uh, authentic street tacos. Yep. And that was amazing to enjoy a beer on Lou's, on Lou's back porch and, uh, and eat some tacos. <laughs> Basically, I had my own little mini tailgate out, out, out in the backyard of Lou's house. Uh, <laughs> on I, the I famous did, house. <laughs> I did get the amazing phone call on my drive down. I was still in South Carolina. And you're like, what's the code to the garage? oh <laughs> uh, that was amazing that was amazing so yeah dude that that was hilarious um yeah man uh you know heck of a tailgate hosted by rodeo and greg um epic as always uh so amazing great people uh great food music um even uh even had some letterman uh dude we got to hang out with Corey Allen, uh, who was the recipient of a, the pass thrown, you know, Auburn 1996. That's always, that's my Munson's, that's my favorite Munson call. Um, and to sit and get to discuss that with him. Uh, but I don't know. That was like an all time thing for me. It was a lot of fun. And also like in typical fashion, I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm Jim. I'm Jim Wood. I'm Lou's son. And, and he got, we, we got the reaction that John, you always say that we always get with the uh, Fripp dog son type thing. Corey was like, oh, Jim, I love your dad. <laughs> oh, which is great. So yeah, I think the rest of my family, the rest of my family had met him at uh, a G day one year and I wasn't there. So yeah, man, that was a lot of fun. So that was cool. So we went, we went to, it was kind of like, uh, we had, you know, the officially official wide receiver of my got a podcast. And then we had the, like. I guess legacy. That's <laughs> right. <receiver>. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> hey, here, here's what I thought was really cool. You know, Corey Allen walks up to the Hellgate in his like actual Letterman's jacket. He uh, did. But yeah. but he complimented and said that he liked my jacket. I was like, ooh, that's a heck of a compliment <laughs> considering what you're wearing. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. You yeah. did have a good jacket, though. In, in fairness, in fairness, it's, it's an elite jacket. Yeah, I think that's uh, – I haven't worn that to a game. Um so that was uh that was a new one for me. I mean, like since I was a kid, I haven't worn that one to a game since I re- since my pa- my parents found it. See, don't th- don't throw things out, John. <laughs> I wouldn't throw things out like that. That's for sure. True, true. That's a sweet jacket. <laughs> that's a sweet jacket. Uh, but yeah, it also dude, hel- it also helps when you have uh, the storage facilities. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so that was that was awesome. Um, and then headed down to Hug Dogs um met up with yeah, him we didn't really walked around too much you know it was yeah it was off and on raining it was kind of cold yeah plus like you said we got there a little later than we you know normally did uh for for a full game day experience uh off the cuff um i, I felt like that there was a decent amount of like old miss fans on the drive-in from from my side of things mm-hmm. as i got onto campus like I was kind of surprised that there wasn't as many i i was expecting there to be more old miss people considering the license plates and things like that that I was seeing, but I I didn't feel that there was a huge a huge campus uh, force uh, yeah. of the of the Ole Miss Rebel Rebel Bear Sharks, uh, but the ones that were there were were quite friendly and quite cordial. So yeah, it was, yeah. It was a good experience. Yeah, agreed. We saw we saw a good deal of them walking down Lumpkin, um, hanging out the tailgate. So oh, and at the tailgate, we made our. Uh, we made our Kentucky mules. Uh, so shout out to Jason Barton, uh, who, who sent us some ale eight one 
in a bottle of bourbon after our Kentucky uh, preview episode. Uh, so we got to enjoy that uh, with the special cups he had, he had sent us as well. Uh, the, 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 the Night Stalkers logo on it. Uh, pretty cool. So thanks again, Jason. Uh, they were excellent. It was excellent. We, we, now we know what L81 is all about. And I enjoyed yes, it. Yes, I enjoyed it too. That was that, that was really cool. Um, did did Brett take that picture? We need to get that picture from Brett. Oh yeah, Brett. <laughs> Brett, text me the picture of John and I holding <laughs> with our drinks. Uh, that's funny. I think that's right. Uh, yeah, that's like the only let's, picture I'm, I'm missing. Let's see. So we did that. Obviously, we had uh, Coach Trill, John Hunter. The only thing we only thing we were missing was was John didn't make the. He didn't make the my got a podcast photo photo op. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Down there. Down down by Hug Dogs. Um, we had a bunch of good pictures down there though. Dude, and I ran into people like I ran into high school friends there. Right. Uh uh one, my buddy Matt, who I played tennis with um at Milton High School. And I I I had not seen him in forever. Uh, but he's a friend of Jason's. Uh so I knew whenever I go by there, we had figured this out already. I always know there's a chance he might be there this is the first time i'd seen it so that was pretty fun and i uh, saw my buddy olin from co- you know high school and college on the waiver there too um so yeah dude and then we knew we were gonna see uh keeling and lutz because they were sitting with us but uh had a bit of a fraternity reunion going on as well uh what a day man <laughs> it's pretty yeah, awesome so so uh i can't remember who was saying that uh, I, I, i'm trying to remember who who made that made the comments that it wasn't a homecoming game but it felt like a homecoming game because <laughs> so many people were in town. So yeah. like I feel like the whole the whole state was was planning on going to this game. Kind of like the like Kentucky game was originally. Yeah, yeah, game day in town. Um yeah. You know, my kids were super excited. They they really wanted to go, but like the weather turned out, you know, the weather was not 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 all that great. I mean, I, I felt like I didn't see a whole lot of like young kids. There wasn't a whole lot of children <clears throat> around. It wasn't a game for children, as we said. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Night night kick out night game. Uh everyone is well lubricated, we'll say. Weather. Um, but yeah, dude, it was. You know, I was actually thinking about that, how we had kept saying. Kentucky is the game that, that looms large. And I think Ole Miss did too, at the end of the day, um, with the crowd, right. every, everyone coming out. Um, we had to con- congratulate Meg the Jones in person. Um, yes. That was, that was awesome. Um, so yeah, dude, I don't know. It was, uh, it was pretty epic. It was pretty epic day. Although uh, no trash cans were harmed. That was good. Um, it kept it a little more in control. <laughs> if you know, I think, I think, I think AO was, he was pacing. <laughs> Dude, but speaking of like the so our our, our modus operata or whatever is is to go to Morris Hall, right? And mm-hmm. so we and then we tailgate and then we make our way down to Tate and you know we we partake there and and get get together with the Huggins clan and everybody down there and that's kind of like our our rallying point, right? Yeah, to go yeah. into the stadium is and, and I have to say that I have never seen that many people at that tailgate as I did. On Saturday, there were so many people. Around, like not even just their tailgate, but just like in the general vicinity. In there the Tate so lot, yeah. People. There were so many people in the Tate lot. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, and then getting into the stadium was nuts because I had like a moment of panic of like, wait, what time is it? And like, it wasn't like super late or anything. But then we're like, we got to go in like to see like we <laughs> that line was so crazy. Like we didn't make it in for like the senior stuff. Um, yes, because we were like, okay, standing so- in line forever. It was crazy, man. 
So we've we've pivoted we've pivoted to the entrance into the stadium. Was there anything pre pre stadium that we want to go to before I get into my rant about this? Oh, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I mean, I mentioned all the all the folks that we. I think we hit we hit everyone we hung out with. I think, we I think we're okay. To, we didn't get to we didn't get to see Logan. Didn't see Logan. Yeah, no, we didn't. We Nothing didn't make. Late. We did not venture across basically the bridge. We didn't go south of the bridge. We stayed on our <laughs> campus. So yeah, correct. Yeah, so missed and missed a uh, friend of the show, Tim Riley and Patrick and Walter. They were they were all down on south. If, had we gotten there earlier, with the timing we got there, it was too late to go south and then come back. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, I don't know that I would have wanted to because that would have been a lot of walking in the rain. I would have had to actually use my my suit <laughs> a little right. bit more than I, I ended up doing. All right, so let's get to the let's get to the entry into the stadium which i know that the waiting since last saturday guys uh will will leach was was commenting about this but i don't know what happened i don't know what changed between the kentucky game and this game but something was off like the the football team was ready the facilities team was not ready for this game so full disclosure i haven't listened to waiting since last saturday yet uh okay. so, so so we'll Will, notice this too so will I, I can listen to it later. Sorry. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say like they. Yeah. So that they enter, they have lower level seats. They actually are on your section technically, but they enter in through the other side from the south campus side, right? Okay. Okay. So they enter in from the other side, and they had the same. They had the same feedback that. Okay, it was, so it wasn't just our gate. Interesting. No. No. Okay. I mean, it was hectic. <laughs> so. uh on on that episode, Will mentioned that uh, there were a number of people. It was not a unique situation. It was pretty much a, a, a completely universal thing. Okay. I haven't seen any reasons or anybody asking anybody from the university like what happened, but um, I'll give you a, a for instance. So like at one point, I remember thinking to myself, "Oh my god, I'm gonna get separated from Jim and never gonna see him again." <laughs> and like it was it was it was that tightly packed it was super it was super crowded like there were so many people it's like it's kind of like when um like we've talked about this like the hillsborough disaster in in liverpool like when there's so many people trying to get into a, a small area at a a bottleneck or um, a choke point mm-hmm. on like people start pushing and pushing and pushing and that's where things get haywire and right will said that they were with um he said that they were with a, a person that had SMA with them um, as well, okay. which which led to a whole other unique scenario inside the stadium. But anyway, um, yeah, so observation that I made um, at the Tate gate that we were at, um, it appeared that there were maybe some technical problems um, because there was one person that was scanning in two lines, basically. Yeah. And there, there wasn't enough people. It didn't seem like they had enough people or the, the technology wasn't working the way that it was supposed to work, but it slowed the entire process down. And once, once that process got to a boiling point, it just kind of just, there was no coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was hectic. It was hectic. And then so. the other, the other thing that I have, which you didn't experience until after I told you about it, but you know, we got into the stadium, came in, sat down. We actually like had a decent amount of time. Um, and I was like, well, I'm going to go get some, I'm going to go get some hot dogs before the, the game starts or whatever. Well, the, the concession stand didn't have any food ready. <laughs> like, really? There was nothing. There was nothing <laughs> yeah. They had nothing ready right out, right outside <laughs> of three, right outside of 318. Yeah. There was, there were probably 
15 guys like that were like me that had ordered and i should have realized this but like they were all waiting before i got up up in line and then after i was ordered uh all all of them were off to the side and they're just kind of waiting i was like are you guys waiting for hot dogs and they're like yeah (laughs) man they were not ready the the hot dogs were not ready it was probably 15 minutes of everybody just waiting around for hot dogs it was way easier for me because i was because you just handed me a hot dog and i ate it it was, it was amazing from my perspective. It may or, it may or may not have been fully cooked. I don't know. <laughs> well, it tasted good. I scarfed that thing. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. I, I needed to get some sustenance in to <laughs> relieve us from the from the bourbons. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Uh well, the uh the day was a heck of a, a an event. Uh everyone was hyped up. Nighttime kickoff, Sanford Stadium. Uh place was wild. And, uh, and then we put on a 50 burger and then we put on the 50 burger, man. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for that 50 burger too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so what a shellacking. It was so weird. Like, okay. So like, so they come down to the score right at the beginning. Right. Which is kind of, I guess, like the thing now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's the, the Glenn Schumann version of, paul johnson's offense he just kind of figures out where the jimmies and joes go and yeah <laughs> and he the, figures out where to where to put the boys and it's like I, I guess the kind of sort of weird thing is it's like well you know we did we did prevent them from gaining 10 yards in three plays to start the game but then yeah. you know lane did fourth what lane down, does yeah. and went for it on fourth down on their own side of the 50 and they got it um but then they were kind of they kind of rolled i guess after that they, that kind of ignited them a little bit i guess on that drive um but then, I mean, then we matched it, and then it was kind of on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had so, what one more drive, basically. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read you, I'm gonna read you what what I was super. It was like borderline sexual. <laughs> um, okay, so they scored their touchdown with three minutes and fifty three seconds left in what the first quarter, second quarter? I can't remember when. When was it? So their first touchdown. Well, in they the scored first quarter in the they, first quarter. Okay, um, after that much time, because they scored on the opening drive. Right. So after that, these these are their series. So they had a three 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 plays, negative ten yards, ended with a punt. Mm-hmm. Four plays, fifteen yards, a minute and twenty three seconds, ended with an interception. Mm-hmm. Then they had the one play that ended the half. After after the second half, they had seven plays, three yards, two minutes and fifty six seconds, punt. Three plays, three yards, a minute and fifty four seconds, punt. Three plays, four yards, a minute and six seconds, punt. 13 plays, 63 yards, five minutes and 22 seconds to kick a field goal to make it 45 to 17. They, yeah. they Kirby death marched themselves. Mm. Mm. The next the next series, eight plays, 54 yards, two minutes, 45 seconds. And by that point, they were playing the backups. So yeah. After those first few, after those first few, you know, those first few series, you know, they had a touchdown, seventy-five yards. They had a, they they turned it over on downs. Uh, yep. That was 30, 35 yards, and they had another seventy-five yard touchdown. But beyond that, that's it. Literally everything else was either interception, punts, end of half, field goal, turnover on downs. Like, yeah, holy cow, like well. And, and I guess that was the thing, like in the stadium, I think like initially, right. So like, you know, they scored a good seven, nothing. And then, you know, then we scored two straight 
and when they tied it up, like at that point, it did feel kind of like their their offense had been rolling a bit. And so you're kind of like, what's going on? What's going on? And then, like you said, absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, like we sh- we completely shut them down. I don't know what it was. I'm not. I, I don't know what it was. I mean, if there's somebody that can give us an analysis on what changed after the first, you know, ten minutes or so on defense, that would yeah. be that would be amazing. I'll say when. I know Kirby, you know, you know, it's Kirby speak, but in the post-game press conference, Kirby did say it wasn't so much adjustments. It was, we had some young kids who hadn't really played. Like, so we had CJ Allen for a start ever, you know, freshman having to come in and play for JDJ. And he, he said that he was like a little nervous, um, that he played nervous early and then he loosened up and then he was fine, which he was named SEC freshman of the week, by the way. Dude, that is going to be a special kid. He was flying all over the field. So you and I had the luxury of watching a little bit after um, uh, the next day we watched the, the replay. And I, I remember thinking like, as we were watching it on TV, I was like, I don't remember CJ Allen having that quite, that quite of an impact, but he was literally flying everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then I think the other thing is what uh, we saw on Twitter today um, that the biggest, the biggest status symbol in college football this season (laughs) is for Georgia to care about you enough to blow you out. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's so true though. It's, it's, it's like, you know, file that under the, the manufactured adversity, you know, however you want to, however you want to describe it, but like they're holding, you know, Kirby's holding punches, you know, he's, he's trying to educate these guys. I, I don't know what it is, but it just feels like that if they really want to, they're gonna they're gonna absolutely like wallop someone. And in this case, you know, we had Kentucky and we had Ole Miss, the two biggest games, you know, on paper slash you know national narrative game days in town kind of thing. So like when the when the when the cards are on the table and Kirby wants to make an impact statement on a national stage, he's gonna do it. Yeah. Okay. So when you just mentioned game day being there, that reminded me of something that I had wanted to say and had forgotten. Uh, so we knew Nolan Smith was going to be in town as the guest picker. Um, but like there were a lot of guys in town. However, I don't know if you've seen like the footage of Nolan Smith, like getting everyone pumped up before the game. And then I'm like, Michael Williams said in a press conference that, uh, basically with the way Nolan was talking to everyone in the locker room before the game, he was like, we're going to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. Is it uh is it one of those videos on Twitter or no, it was in like today's press conference. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So, but it, it, there's, there are, I did see, I can't remember who posted it, but there's a video. It's like, it's like pregame um, like right before the team's going to run out. And like Nolan is like in Zion Logue's face, just like screaming, like getting him jacked up and Zion's like kind of bouncing around and everything. I was like, man, like, can Nolan Smith come to all of our games? Like, <laughs> yeah, seriously, seriously, can, can can we get him to come to the SEC championship coming up here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, right? We're like, that was one of the things we talked about preseason that you were talking about, like who's going to be that Nolan Smith, like who's going to be that vocal leader. I don't know. Maybe we just need Nolan Smith to be there. <laughs> <laughs> give the guy a give the guy a sideline pass, season pass. <laughs> Oh man. So yeah, but it was so cool to see everybody in town too, man. Like uh, it was, it was really fun to to watch all of those former players. I mean, yeah. I mean, dude, we got a picture of Stetson Bennett and three guys that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there was DJ Shockley, there is David uh, Green and, and Aaron Murray and <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah, dude. Everyone, like you said, man, it was like, a, it was like a homecoming. Uh, 
Stetson was there, which was a just great to see Stetson in public. Um, that was very right. cool. That was very reassuring. Uh, Mark Richt honored on the field. Um, sure, and like, know. what a what a night! I mean, tons of. I can't remember who all else was out there. There was a one sequence when it was like David Green and like Champ Bailey and Jordan Davis and Keely Ringo. Like, it was insane. Um, pretty cool to be able to trot those guys out there on the field. That was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> something I didn't have in my bingo card was Kirk Herbstreit bringing his family pet to the to the game. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously, I guess right. since Lane Lane didn't have his, so Herbstreit brought his. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. That was a little strange. <laughs> not gonna lie. Not uh, only that, but like they let him run around without a collar on. Like, <laughs> mm, mm. yeah, I mean, I don't know what. Got to keep Uga away. I don't. I wonder how Uga would behave around a such a dog. Yeah, I wouldn't let my dog around do that. My dogs are my uh, our dogs are not as well behaved as Champ Bailey. Champ Bailey is and Champ Bailey would have fun. Which <laughs> off the rails Thursday night when we were at our play. Did I tell you? Did I tell you about how I told you that? Did I tell you that our dogs escaped from our house? <laughs> No, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't tell you this. Thursday night, we were at Lily's, Lily's play, and Ella's one of Ella's friends starts calling her, and she's uh-huh. like, "Why is my friend calling me?" And then then she texted her. She's like, "Your dogs are like running up and down the street. Your front door is wide open." So Munson, when we, Munson and Murray are acting a fool. <laughs> so when we left the house, like Kim and Ella walked out the front door, but I had left the garage door open because I had gone to uh, gone to run an errand right before, and I walked out the garage. And so like Ella didn't shut the front door all the way. It was like cracked or something. Mm. So I took them like over an hour though to get out of the house. Um, so anyway, so I had to text a friend to come and corral our dogs. What, back I, in the house. what I hear you saying is them dogs as hell. Them dogs as hell. <laughs> oh man. Sorry. Off the rails. We can, we can go back to the game. <laughs> can't believe you didn't tell me that. I can't believe I didn't say that either. Munson and Murray are just acting a fool. That happened. That was Thursday night. <laughs> So uh, now our family joke is anytime the ring camera, we get a notification, we text each other. It's like, we're just making sure the dogs didn't just escape. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, sorry. Um, why don't we, why don't we take a quick pause and uh, just remind everyone that season four of my got a podcast is presented by Oxia time, uh, which, you know, Oxia time is a custom uh, watch company uh, designed in the USA uh, built in Switzerland uh, so very nice uh, Swiss timepieces. Uh, you got to check out their 2021 and 2022 Georgia National Championship collection. Uh, you can see all of those over at oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E.com. Uh, multiple colors, uh, multiple bands per per timepiece. Um, and you can also find the limited edition Kirby Smart uh, presentation box signed that's with the collaboration between uh, Oxytime and Classic City Collective. You can see all of them at oxytime.com. Uh, so please be sure to go and check them out. Uh, it's been great to have them as a sponsor the last two seasons. So thank you to Oxytime. And I see, you know, Champ Bailey, the football player, was at the game, but we got uh, Champ Bailey, Champ Bailey the dog on the YouTubes. Champ Bailey the dog is on the YouTubes. <laughs> the Zoom background doesn't like him. <laughs> so I feel like we we kind of buried the lead on like, um, Brock Bowers played. I know. So I had I had inside sources that uh, that that was going to that he was going to play, but even the inside source was not super confident about how many passes that he was actually going to catch. So we were thinking, right. okay, he's probably going to play, come in for a series or two, a package, 
yeah decoy whatever but Brock Bowers' first catch in Sanford Stadium was a touchdown, and potentially his last catch was a touchdown in Sanford Stadium. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, dude. I I mean he he started and he just like he just played. Like he, he was played. just out there. I mean, that was that was uh that was nuts. And then it was very cool. I don't know, man, just to see the effect that he has on the game. Um, like Lad's touchdown pass or Lad's touchdown catch. Friend of the show, official wide receiver. Of my, I got a podcast. Um, <laughs> birthday boy, by the way, it was his birthday Saturday. Uh, the good lad had a good day on his birthday. Um, I did not know it was his birthday when we had him on. Jeez. Uh, that was major fail. Major, major fail. fail. <laughs> Apparently, we need to do more research. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, if you haven't listened, if you haven't heard the Lad McConkey interview, it's uh, it's out there. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube, by the way. Or uh, or listen in your you, podcast player of choice. You can clock in clock in with Lad McConkey on the on the Axia Ambassador series. Absolutely. Um, but that play, I mean, he was open because of Brock Bowers. Like Brock Bowers got the attention of like both safeties, and that's why Lad was so open. Uh, it's pretty impressive to watch the, and you can just see it on the game broadcast. Uh, Herb Street talked about it. Um, it's pretty cool to watch that. So there was that. And then I gotta say, have you noticed that the ooh it was second quarter, the play that was coming at us when you know the nitpicky uh, thing you would say, well Beck did underthrow Lad, you know it should have mm. been a should have been an easy uh, walk in touchdown, but you know that was the exact same play that we ran against Tennessee last year when Lad so that when Lad had a diving touchdown catch the uh, in um, the play after okay so Tennessee remember we basically like we sacked um, Hooker. Mm-hmm. And they didn't call it, they called it a safety, I think, right? Yes, Instead of yes. a touchdown or whatever, or they uh, didn't call it a safety. Whatever happened, it was the next play. The next play, first play was touchdown pass to Lad, and he did like a stop, like double move. Same uh-huh. play. That's the exact same play against Ole Miss. The same play from last year. He, no, I tell you what, man, those those Lad McConkey double moves are are an absolute menace. Yeah. To every single defender out there. Yeah. Because. Yeah. I feel like he did, he did kind of the same thing against the the Ohio State guy too. Mm. Yeah, but you know, I, nitpicky, yes, but like it's a theme of the season. You know, there's there's a couple of themes on offense that I'd love for us to kind of shore up. Is you know, hit these deep ball, got to hit these deep balls. Like take advantage, um, take advantage of you know. I mean, so as soon as as soon as Lad hit that move and the defender bit on it. Everybody on the sideline was like had their arms up in the air. As the coaches, like everything, it was kind of like that that yeah. one play. I guess it was like Kirby's kind of homage to to Lane Kiffin when he <laughs> had that play where he threw the clipboard up in the air or whatever. Like, yes, he knew yes. it was a touchdown. Like that was, yeah. But you know, it is what it is. I mean, we caught the ball. He almost scored. There were like five people around him, but um. I don't know. That's just one of those things that you just, I don't know. I, I really don't know, what, don't know what it is because he's got a, he's got a cannon. He's got a good arm. We just can't hit these guys in stride. Well, I think it has changed. So like first he was overthrowing some guys. Right. And then we this was about that. <laughs> this was an underthrow. So pretty soon he's going to be just right. <laughs> it's like Goldilocks and the three bears. Out <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is a little too long. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it'll, it'll be there soon enough. Um, but yeah, man. And then, I mean, we were, I mean, the offense was just clicking on all cylinders and I, I mean, it's, it's, 
it's I guess we're I mean we're getting to see what the hell a healthy Georgia offense looks back looks like. You get we got Amarius Mims back, we had Brock Bowers back, uh Kendall Milton looked like we haven't seen Kendall Milton look like in a long time. Um he had a day on senior day. Um and then so did so did Dejon. I mean, uh they both balled out and um I don't know the 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 play for me that was uh that was sexual was uh when we had a toss sweep with a fullback <laughs> with uh Kendall Milton it was Kendall Milton Dejan Edwards yeah toss sweep to Dejan Edwards Kendall Milton at fullback and I mean Kendall leveled a guy uh I mean he he sealed the edge um for Dejan yeah. to score it was pretty sweet man we 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 deserve we deserve to have an uh Kendall Milton moment here because you know we I've not been shy about the fact that I feel like that he's missed he's been he hasn't been a hundred percent you know he's been hurt mm-hmm. whatever like that was a fully operational Kendall Milton on display out there that's the Kendall Milton that everybody wanted to see yeah he had breakaway speed for a big game touchdown he had power he had I mean he was he did he did everything like that's the Kendall Milton that we've been waiting to see and I hope and pray that that's the Kendall Milton that remains for the rest of his time at Georgia yeah um you know the rise of Kendall Milton kind of coincides with the rise of the the, the Georgia offense you know not 100% but like I'm just saying that his his progression is mirroring the did you see the graph that Josh dog stats put out there with the 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 EPA Mm, I have not. I don't EPA think I did stats. No. So Josh did a, a, you know, he does the the statistical analysis and and you know he posts all all the different like offense versus defense, you know, yards per play, the success rates, and all those kinds of things. And then EPA is like one of his like metrics. And Josh, I, I apologize, I'm going to butcher it, but you know, it's basically like talking about on average, like trajectory wise, how are they looking from a, from an overall efficiency? I can't even remember what the EPA stands for, but I know that it's one of those metrics that he is, has been harping on as like one of those, it's not success rate and it's not opportunity rate, but it's like an amalgamation of all of them. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you look at Georgia's EPA over the season, like we've we're we're like trajectorily up up into the right, and and there hasn't been a faltering step at all along the way. You look okay. at Michigan's EPA, and they're starting to kind of flatline a little bit. Mm. And then you look at Oregon. Oregon is is kind of in that same vein too, up into the right, even more so. Um, Washington is also kind of in that same vein, up into the right. And then uh, Alabama had like a a kind of a slower a flatter a flatter line but then over the last few weeks they've had a steeper they've had a steeper um increase so i don't know it'll be interesting to see how that how that checks out over over the the course of the rest of the season i know that um the cbcr2 um sam metrics just graded georgia at a you know championship caliber championship caliber um team uh, from their statistical analysis so um everything's coming together we're peaking at the right at the right moments it feels like and kirby kirby mentioned that the goal of the season was going to be to have you know game by game moment by moment just he's looking for us to get better every game and i can't argue that we haven't yeah yeah no i i would agree it was a dude i mean it was 
It was a lot of fun in that stadium Saturday night. <laughs> it was a it good was time. so fun. It was so fun. I've got a swag surf with Keeling. That was fun. That if was you, fun, man. If you don't know Keeling, he's he's not a swag surfer, but we did <laughs> swag surf. <laughs> Neither is Lutz for that matter. Neither is Lutz. Oh man. Yeah. So I mean, for me, the story of the game was obviously the the route was on. We had a good time. We were having good times with the people around us. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. It was a fun night in Athens, and um, you know, then we we took we took it downtown. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that did happen. That did happen. Oh man, I haven't been downtown in forever. When was the last time you went downtown after a game like that? At, well, not after a night game. Yeah, after yeah, a night no, game. I have no idea. Going, I mean, like I've maybe gone out like after a three thirty game or something, but not after seven o'clock. Yeah, man, yeah. that was that was fun. That was fun. A little, it was a little a little taste of what it was like to be back in college <laughs> all good all good nights in athens and at, and at little italy and that uh, was proven true again <laughs> and we and we got little italy <laughs> although some of us didn't wait in line <laughs> oh my gosh yeah how was john so far up in the line uh that was an amazing moment uh just make friends with people in line that's what i like to do <laughs> just make friends with people in line and just pretend you were pretend you're supposed to be there <laughs> uh, love it um man yeah i don't i don't know I, like absolutely dominated uh, i mean top 10 like it's it's like it's supposed to be like this big huge huge matchup absolutely dominated him. i did i will say i got a text from my dad um in the fourth quarter and he did say he was just like soak this up you know being there um seeing all the guys celebrating um you know, what a, what a way to end the home season, um, for these seniors. Um, like what a, you know, what an amazing senior class, uh, you know, they have an opportunity to win more games than any other senior class, which has been a trend lately. Um, but you know, and for a guy, you know, for one of the guys, and we talked about him a little bit, um, but like for Dejon Edwards to have this season in his last season at Georgia, a guy that, we've talked about for years in the podcast and kept wanting him to, to get the ball, you know, more and be, be featured more to, to see him get to have a senior season um, like this and score two touchdowns on, on senior night, both him and Kendall have two touchdowns on senior night. Um, it was pretty cool. There's not much else to say other than that, man. It was fun. It was, it was such a good, it was such a good experience. Yeah. Those are the kinds of games that you file away, and you file away in the memory bank for, you know, the dry times, the drier times, because the yeah. the glory days they don't last forever. Yep, yep, yep. So even uh, also special teams, you know, good day had another had another payday. Uh, Wood Woodring uh, made his only field goal attempt and kicked what seven extra points. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so. It was a good day. Uh, lots He's of touchbacks. Chipping away. He's slowly chipping away at that points record. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then uh, lots of touchbacks for Zirkle. And uh, still zero Georgia punts returned all season. Um, we had, what, one one punt uh, by Thorson in this game, and it was a fair catch. So uh, still the craziest stat in college football to me. Uh, the, they still they, – and they talked about it on the broadcast a little bit too, but did, they didn't give it its due justice. I figure at some point they're going to they're gonna have to comment on something like that because – Yeah. I, I don't know. Like you talk about this – you talk about the 
you know, previewing any team that we're going to play in the future. And they're going to be like, well, you know, this person is a good return man. It's like, well, <laughs> right. he's probably not going to be, he's probably going to be sitting, sitting down a lot, practicing yeah. his fair catches. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Uh, coach, coach trail bills over unders. Uh, so like you said, we got to see coach trail, we got to tell you with coach trail, um, during the game. Um, but, uh, I extended my lead. Uh, let's let's see. I went five and three. He went three and five. Uh, so now I'm fifty and thirty on the season, and you are forty two and thirty eight. I will add, uh, Coach. He tracked Hunter's picks. Uh, Hunter, Hunter did his picks. Hunter went two and six. Uh, so Hunter, I don't know. What, I don't know what happened. Hey, coaches over unders not as easy as they seem. <laughs> Pretty yeah. tough. Um, yeah, uh, at, at this point, at this point, we're you're, I'm just playing for <laughs> I'm just playing for second place. <laughs> I, I've I've virtually conceded the field. Although, the coach did give us a little bit of, a little glimmer of hope that there were some, the preseason ones, which I kind of forgot about. But oh, that's true. That's true. They come. They yeah. They they come in late. That's true. Good point. Good point. Uh, but yeah, I, got, I got to be perfect. I got to be perfect from this on out. I feel like <laughs> moment, moment by moment, you need you need to map out the possessions like uh, Kirby did. Um, I know. But yeah, th- thanks, Coach, for tracking those. Uh, and it was great to see you on Saturday. Um, I know Coach got to meet Corey Allen too. I know he was super pumped about that, like I was. Um, it was a it was a good time, man. Saturday was uh, like you said, man. It was like a homecoming. It was like a homecoming. It was. Um, it was fun. So. Yeah, dude. I, uh, I, you know, we didn't, we didn't know we we're going to be able to go, um, but uh, our, our, our families uh, were, were willing to make it happen for us. <laughs> were they uh, willing, or they, <laughs> maybe yours were? <laughs> my family was tired of me moping about it and sent me off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna oh. miss. Every, everybody's gonna be in town. I'm gonna miss it. Uh, FOMO. <laughs> I actually, at one point, I was like. I was like, man, if we run out in black jerseys and I'm not there, I'm gonna flip out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna flip out. <laughs> uh, which, as we said, uh, there was a zero percent chance that happened, and that and th- that that held true. Oh uh, man! But and they uh, they they flubbed the uniform matchup, according to Hunter, right? Uh, Ole Miss. Uh, I know Hunter was not happy that they wore their those all whites. So I think I think Chase has pointed Chase pointed out I think on Twitter like. Whenever a team comes into Athens and and does the all whites, uh, it does not end well for that team. So he did. He did. He said Athens was where the white jersey teams in all white jerseys go to die. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe teams will uh, something something to be said about that. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, man. Uh, ten and zero. Ten and zero. Oh, and we get another night game. We get another night game on the schedule, or not, another night home game. Technically, I guess we're, <laughs> if we're being honest. <laughs> True. True. Yeah. We, yep. we get. We picked up. We picked up tech. Tech at night. So that'll be fun. Yeah, that hasn't happened when in a long the, time. When was the last time? I was about to say, when was the last time you had a tech night game? So I think it was 2009. Like the Joe Cox quarterbacks, uh, Georgia team, when like Washon Ely and. Uh, Caleb oh, King ran all over him. That was, was the we run, the this, run this state. Was the we run this state the last time we had a night game? There, last time there. I th- well, yeah, there. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. So, wow. Hey, man, this is a, that's a good that's a good jumping off point for Kendall and um, for Kendall and Dejan to to jump mm. in. Which, by the way, like 
we, we haven't even mentioned it, but like Aaron Paul looked phenomenal. Dude, that's the thing, man. Like every, the offense is like, like it's fully operational. I, I think that was what, uh, I think Brett texted me that during the game, like the Kirby Death Star is fully operational. Um, <laughs> but you had like, I mean, Roderick Robinson was back. He had Roderick a big Robinson, run yeah, down yeah. the sideline. And then yeah. Andrew Paul had the touchdown. Um, but yeah, man, our offense brought it. Um, but as David Lee said to us, John, unfortunately for Ole Miss, they brought a dart to a gunfight. <laughs> Yes, that was great. That was great. They brought a dart to the gunfight. Uh, yep. Shout out, David. <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude. Oh, and the and and uh, I forgot. I forgot the. Uh, I didn't notice this in the stadium, but I saw the the, the boys over at Chapel Belker posted the video of the the Redcoats R- Rick rolling Rick rolling the yes the Ole Miss. yes. I yes. didn't notice that. Did you notice that? I didn't notice it. Uh, I know Brett said he did, but he said he didn't know, or his daughter I think noticed it right away. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I missed it. And I know like even Brett said, he didn't, he didn't put two and two together that it was for lane. So that was pretty epic. So yeah, the red coats, they, they shifted at the end, uh, in post game and they, they played, uh, never going to give you up. It's pretty, pretty good. How about, how about everybody, everybody that plays Georgia basically talks about how we have a hundred five-star recruits and they don't, <laughs> what, yeah. what, what world do we live in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lane. Lane in post game was like, you know, we we have to recruit at a higher level. I'm not blaming the players. We have to coach better. But then he then his 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 final line was, "We've signed one five star. Georgia's signed 24." <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. But hey, as Lad said, it's not it's not just that. You also got to identify the right three stars and develop them. So seriously, seriously, and I guess that 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 probably underscores the just the disparity that that exists between Kirby and everyone else mm. is that they're blaming the fact that they can't get five-star talent. Kirby gets five-star talent, but he also gets really good and develops the, uh, the other guys that are not five stars. Yeah. That's, that's the key differentiator and the attention to details that is just not there as we've seen. I mean, let I me mean, shoot Jim, <laughs> Jimbo Fisher put up a 50 burger and got fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Mississippi State fired their coach too. Like, have and, you ever seen both coaches from a game on the opposite coaches both get fired? That's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, dude. I mean, you know, Javon Bullard, uh, not a five star. Um, you know, he was out there uh, doing doing Javon Bullard things with his pick and Javon his Bullard hitting, like everything. Man. This team, man. Yeah, yeah. He's in, he he's incredible, dude. Yeah, I mean, it was it was. Uh, this is what we wanted to see georgia do and i don't know man i think it uh i think there is something to the whole like georgia decided that they wanted to do it you know and it did and and i mean you know in in health but you you can't say them the defense with with jdj out so offense i think that's it there but i think defense i don't know mentality pumped up by nolan smith i don't know <laughs> but I mean, we talked about play. we talked about it preseason i mean we got a young team man yeah this yeah. is a young team. We're we're allegedly like rebuilding, right? Right. Pretty right. pretty amazing spot to be rebuilding at ten and zero. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and then uh, you know both Georgia and Alabama have clinched um, going to the SEC championship, so we know that now. Um, and uh, that's five or six out of the last seven years, the Dogs have won the East. Um, that has never happened before. No team has ever made it to the SEC championship 
six out of seven years. That's the first time in the SEC history. So, wow, I didn't even I didn't pick up on that one. Yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. Truly Pr- historic, with yeah, no man. end in sight. Yeah, dude, these are the good old days. <laughs> Let's keep enjoying it the way we are. We got next. Next, we got uh, got old Smokey. Oh, yeah, yeah. We we'll have to talk about the uh, another orange team. <laughs> hey man, there's nothing. There's nothing more beautiful than an empty Neyland Stadium after a fifty burger. So, Ooh, I like that. More to more to come on that one. <laughs> more to come. <laughs> well, hey, I'm glad it worked out. Um, yes, I'm glad that we made it to the game. Um, it was a lot of fun. Thanks to everyone who was uh, graciously hosted us at tailgates. Um, Shout and, out to uh, your parents for allowing me to to crash with you at uh, Ponda's famous house. Yep, yep, yeah. And on, on my end, um, you know, they came and, and stayed with Lily. Uh, couldn't happen without that. And it, between that and Kim taking Ella on her college visit, which was phenomenal, by the way. Um, so it was a heck of a weekend for the Wood family. Um, it was a it was a big one. We all 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 had a lot of fun. So um, another. But then another home season in the books. You only get so many of these. It's crazy how fast it goes by. Um, on the on the road for the duration. Tate Tate said it best. You always want one more. <sighs> yeah, so true, so true. All right, man. We'll we'll wrap this one up and uh, we'll we'll get back together and uh, talk about beating the piss out of uh, the Volunteers. Go dogs. Go dogs. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.